0: So where does the Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey tandem rank in the NBA? We'll talk about that more in next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On
1: 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thanks for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code NBA for $20 off your first purchase. What's up, Mitch? How you been, bruh? I'm doing well, Keith, man. Thank you for asking, dude. How you doing today, man? Oh, I can't complain, can't complain. For y'all who don't know, I'm Keith Pompey, and that's my man, John Mitchell. We are the co-hosts of Locked On 76ers. We got a lot to talk to y'all about today. First, we want to talk about where does the Embiid and Maxi tandem rank? Secondly, you know the Sixers didn't make it to the quarterfinals of the end-season uh, tournament. Right now, the semifinals are about to go on. But do you put a lot of stock into the Sixers not making it? And then lastly, you know, we just going to talk about some things, just whatever comes to their mind, and and this and that. But these first two topics have a lot to a lot to uh, we have a lot to talk about. Um, Oh, the last one we're going to talk about the. uh I'll, I'll spit it out there now. We got to talk about the Washington Wizards. Yeah. Talk about the Sixers. Like the Sixers should boat raise them tonight. They just should. They yeah. should boat raise them. But, uh, but the deal is, Mitch. Where do you rank this Tyrese Maxi, Joel Embiid tandem this season? You know, I. um That's an interesting point. I guess since
1: we're at the quarter point, you know, we're evaluating, you know, things like that. Um, I rank. I put it this way. I, I ranked them ahead of where I would have ranked a Joel Embiid, uh, Harden tandem. I, I of the, of the tandems currently. I have uh, Giannis and Dame number one. Uh, I think I, I would definitely have Joker and Jamal Murray. But you know, we're not Jamal Murray's not playing, so I don't have him in there. I would, I, I, and you could flip flop those two. I tend to. Um, because I just because I have Dame ahead of, of Jamal Murray. Uh but I, I have the 76ers currently I have them as the number two tandem in the uh in the league right now. Uh Maxi and, and Joel. I, I I say they're number 2. I think they've carried the team to a very respectable record. Um and I you know again I could we conceivably have Joel and Harden if they were together, and I'm going, like, you know, because that's the duo we had last year and for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, this duo, in my opinion, is better, you know. And I know people say, "Well, how can you put how can you put Maxi ahead of a guy who's a future Hall of Famer?" And it's just because the future Hall of Famer always goes splat against the windshield when the playoffs get here. At least he did in Philly, and he did in other places. Um, so, yeah, I, I have him number two. I I do have Giannis and Dame as the best tandem in the league, uh, you know, um, because I, I still have Giannis as a better player slightly, slightly than Joel. Um, and I and, and I clearly
0: had Dame as a better player than Maxi. Yeah, you know, there are some people who will say Luka Donich and Kyrie Irving, you know, deserve to be up there too. But when I look at it, they and they do, they are um, – you know, Jalen, Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, you know, a lot of people would talk about them as well. People right. will talk about, you know, Kevin Durant and, and um Booker, right? Mm-hmm. Um some people may say LeBron and A D, right? They won a championship. I, I don't think so. And there's some people may say, you know, like we said, like the Joker and like you said, my man. Um the thing is, I, I think that right now when you look at the scoring. And and how that two man game is working mm-hmm. for Maxie and MB. I mean, it is really working extremely well. Right to a point where you know there there are times when you say when they get this balance of corn free flowing offense, everything works well. But there are also times where they blowing they're blowing teams away with their two man game. Like they yeah. just come out in the two man game, and that's really good. Now there are going to be times where there are certain teams who are getting physical with them and they're doing certain things to them that's really disrupting them. But I do think that it still has a lot of um a lot of growth. It can grow some more. That, it, that it still needs to grow. So with that being said, I have to rank it up pretty high because what we saw is we're seeing the beginning of it, and I think right. that it's only going to get better, right? And with right. And when you get a Kelly Uber here, is going to open more things up for them for the Sixers. When he it makes
1: it yeah, he makes he makes that two man tandem
0: better. When yeah. And they're, yeah. they're free flowing and not locked into the two man attack. I exactly. And, yeah. and and then the thing that you pointed out, the Dame and um the Dame and um and Giannis thing is really good. Now it seems like Dame is is, is like suffering a little bit individually. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, like, scoring-wise, right? And it's, it's not bad. I mean, I, I think what it is is, like, he's averaging – right now he's averaging 20, 25.6 points. But, again, right. that's because he's playing with another elite player. And yeah. sometimes he's deferring a little bit, right? right? But at the same time, you know, they got that thing built to win a championship. Right. Whereas you have Maxi averaging 27 points. But you have Joel Joel Embiid averaging 32, where you have Giannis averaging 30.2. I'm not a big fan of the Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown thing. No? I'm not. Nah. Because it reminds me of AAU basketball. Like, I hate watching the Boston Celtics play. As much as I – because it's like you see – you don't see – I mean, you think – they do have a really good team. But a lot of times, I don't see the ball movement. I see, like, AAU ball a lot. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I see one guy on one side getting his and the other guy getting his. It rarely do you see both of those dudes cooking at the same time. Like, typically, you see Jalen Brown getting off in the first half and uh-huh. then Jason Tatum in the second half. But then Jalen Brown is quiet. I think it could be a great tandem. You think it it's closer? Great... Huh? you think if Imei was still there they would be better
1: it would, it would be yeah worse. i do i okay. do. i mean
0: yeah. i i, I and, and maybe that's what it is yeah because i don't see them playing together i don't right. i think that they i think that they could have it they could be the number one because they're the they're interchangeable parts like yeah. they could play multiple different positions right and they're so i just I don't, I don't see it man like i just i mean like when you see them play it's kind of like are you going to pass the ball to the other guy? I guess that's why Persingas works so well because they both pass to him. Yeah, but you don't see them passing to each other. It looks like it just. I see it's it's like. Better. It's like okay, this is my turn. It's your turn, right. Like, right? You don't see like where you have, you you don't see that that two man game that Embiid and Maxi has, if it makes sense. Yeah. What you see is one guy getting the ball up, coming down scoring. So let's make so it, the dog a dog gets the ball, comes down and score. Huh?
1: Let's make up A, A, a- unit did a Boston Beanie Boston Bean elite.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. That's what it's like, man. It's it's I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't like it. And 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 I know I watched last night I watched the Knicks play against uh M- Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to see I'm, I'm trying to see uh this Julius Randle you know, um, you know, the two man game with him and in the, in the point guard,
1: yeah, um, like, Brunson. And
0: Brunson, Rick Brunson. Yeah. And I didn't like what I saw either, man. Like, yeah, I'm like, yo, it's like to a point, I'm seeing, I saw uh, Randall pass the ball a couple of times to Brunson, mm. but I'm looking at it like Randall was balling and Brunson was coming down shooting. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't know, man. I like, I, I just didn't, like, I, I don't like it. I like. So when you look at comparing the Sixers, two man to these other people, they're way ahead. They're way better, in, in my opinion. Way yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I have
1: them firmly at number two. I think it's because Joel's played so well this year. Um I I honestly wouldn't mind seeing Joel's offensive numbers come down a little bit. And I'd like to see him more on the glass more and more of a rim protector. Um and that's and that's just me being picky. You Know, uh, I mean, I mean, you, it's kind of hard to look at the way he's playing right now and complain about what he's doing. Although, I do, I do have some buddies who will say, Yeah, as the season goes on, he steps out further and further from the rim, and he does. But where we are right now, the quarter turn of the season, and the way Maxi has emerged, you know, in this two man system, um, and, and again, his numbers went down, you know, they that. that the scoring went down, coinciding with with the absence of Kelly Oubre. I think with Kelly Oubre back, that puts another threat, you know, on the perimeter and at the rim, um, that makes it makes a game easier for Tyrese. You know what I mean? And I think, um, yeah, I, I think that has them firmly. Like if Jokic, if Jokic and Murray were healthy, I would have them above those them um, clearly because they've got a championship in the satchel. Um, but you know we're currently looking at what's on the floor right now, um, and I, I think they're the second best two man tandem. I, um, you know I, know, I know people say what about Bron and AD, and I'm just like, no, nah, I just can't see it anymore. You know, I think um, I think that that the hope for a championship in LA, I, I think that ship has sailed completely, um, and you know, it, it doesn't diminish anything. But LeBron has done because he's arguably. You know the, the the second best player in the history of the league. I don't I don't know why everybody just leapfrogs him over Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Wilt, but that's a whole different topic for a different day. You think
0: he better than you think he better than Jordan? No. no okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: No. I, I'm no. I'm, I'm not. You know. Um, I think he's a great player. I, you know. I think LeBron is, and not to, to be off tap, topic. I think that LeBron, the thing, LeBron is selfish to a fault. He's unselfish to a fault, um, and, and I think he's been that way throughout his career. I remember covering his games when I was covering the Wizards. Man, and just watching that guy just physically manhandle people. And, and you know, I, I remember people used to say he couldn't play in that era during the '80s. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, you, people say, oh yeah, if you put if you put Dennis Rodman on him, he wouldn't score. I'm like, man, LeBron's two sixty 260, two sixty five. You know, you put. I, I don't think the worm could really hold him. I mean, he he's a better defender than anybody he's ever seen. And I don't want to take anything, you know, away from him. But, it, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, LeBron is number two. As as we digress from our topic, he, he's – yeah, he's he's he's, he, he's his own worst enemy because of his, uh, his unselfishness. He's always needed to be more selfish as a player. Yeah. Rasheed Wallace would have been a Hall of Famer had he been more selfish. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys. And I don't knock guys like that because they were coached that the team is, you know, the emphasis is on the team. But, yeah.
0: I feel you. I feel you. But, look, man, let's talk about eBay Motors real quick, right? Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're pepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us this week. And eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Pick of the Week. Now, the player that I'm picking, y'all, call me a homer because it's Sixers guy, but I'm kicking picking Kelly Oubre Jr., and the reason being is because this week, especially tonight, they're going to play a tomato can and in, in the Washington Wizards. And I know it's his first game back, but the Wizards give up a lot of points. The yeah. Wizards are a team, and they got a lot of problems right now. Yeah. And typically, when you're first game back, you come out with a lot of emotion. So I expect him to get in there and to get some buckets, right? Kiki froze on me. I just felt like with, with um, going up against the wizards. Yeah. Going up against the Atlanta Hawks, but specifically the wizards, (laughs) right? Specifically the wizards. I just felt like I know this is the first game back, but I feel like Kelly is going to be able to excel against this matchup. So that's why I'm picking Kelly Oubre over there. Now, Josh Lloyd of Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same for your vehicle. If you know, so with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits. LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Motors, guaranteed fit is guaranteed to fit your ride for the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, look at these prices. You're burning rubber, not burning cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. So Mitch, You know, we talked about that. Um, You know, we uh, we talked about a lot of other things. The question I want to ask you is this NBA end-season tournament, right? Mm -hmm. The Sixers didn't make it. They lost. They didn't come out of their pool. Indiana did. So Mm -hmm. you look at it right now. You know that the Boston has the best record in the league. The Milwaukee Bucks made it. Indiana made it. Yeah, it was supposed to be the third best team in the league. Yeah, a lot of stock in this thing that Indiana made it over them. No,
1: you know Indiana's playing really well now, um, but no, I, I I don't put a lot of stock in it. You know, um, uh, it, it, you know, you know what it is. It's, it, it was it was I, I, it, it, it boosts interest in the teams that you're following until they get bumped. You know, I, I think once you get bumped, people are just like, you know, let me, you know, let me pick my pool for the NFL or whatever. You know what I mean? It's um, it's 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 it's, it's quasi interesting and, and, and teams are we're playing hard already. I guess that 500 K per man um, kind of up the ante. But you, you would have liked to see the Sixers get, you know, at least reach the quarterfinals. Uh, but I, but I, I don't put any stock in it from a long range standpoint. Um, you know, I, you know, what is it, the Pelicans and the Lakers, um, Bucks and the Pacers? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, especially if you look at that Western bracket. I mean, obviously Denver's not in it. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't put much. I don't put much credence in it moving forward it was you know it was it was relatively exciting in the moment and i'm sure the nba is going you know stick with it and continue to use it, see what they get out of it as far as uh fan support but now nah, in, in, in the long range you know you, again you would have liked to see the 76ers you know possibly get there because it, it builds excitement it, it will build excitement around a team uh and i'm sure it's doing that in places like indy and you know places like uh, New Orleans, you know where you know they they want to see those teams advance, and they've had really nothing to cheer about for years. But you know, I don't put a lot of credence in it. No, I don't. Um, it's it's like a it's 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 like a barometer of where teams may be at the quarter. But I I think that you know, granted, they have got losses too. You know they're one in uh, the teams that are in the quarterfinal and in the semis. They're one in three against those teams, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, they've they've lost to the Pels, but they were shorthanded. They lost to the Pacers, um, but they've beaten the Pacers, and they lost to the Bucks in the season opener. So I'm not going. yeah, I'm not putting. You know, you, you look at their one three against those teams. And of course, they drubbed the Lakers and gave LeBron their biggest loss in quite some in in, in his career. But yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not disappointed. I'm, what's your take on it?
0: You know, here's the thing. I, I think it, it 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 it's for teams like the Pelicans and teams like uh, the the Pacers. It it lets you know, like, okay, well, they got
1: something.
0: Yeah, It lets you know that the Pelicans are competitive when they when they when they're healthy and when they yeah. come to play. You know, the same thing with the Pacers. But the thing that gets me is now the the difference is that in the playoffs is the best to get a seven series. So there comes down to be adjustments. It looks like to me that if they play the Pacers, it's, it's going to come down to adjustments, right? The Pacers may win that first game, but I think over a seven game series, I think yeah. that the Sixers are just too good. I think yeah. that the Boston Celtics are just too good right. for teams like Indiana. But in, like, this type of tournament, you know, where in certain games people are injured, this and that, they're out, this and that. Because, like, let's face it, the Boston Celtics didn't have Persingas. So with that being said, I just feel like it puts you on notice on the Pacers, but at the same time, I don't see the Pacers beating these teams in the best of seven series. I just don't. And, and, you know, like – I think for television, if you're, you know, TV, I yeah. mean, it's great, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they would love to have the Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics, the Denver Nuggets, and the Lakers. Yeah. Like they don't want yeah New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? They want the Joker in Vegas yeah. playing maybe LeBron or, 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 or Phoenix. So – yeah, like I just think that is good, but in the best of seven, I I don't see the Indiana Pacers beating the Sixers. I don't see, um, you right. UM, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't. That's just me. Yeah. I just is that and they're not as deep. I just. No, don't. you're right.
1: It's in in a one game elimination, things can happen. You know, you catch somebody yeah. on the right night, and you know, we're in it's just December, and teams are playing without. You know, I mean, everybody's been shorthanded already you know
0: yeah exactly exactly but let's talk about game time like how many times man and we talk about this a lot bro but how many times have you like wanted to go and you just don't get it right you just yeah. like I can't nah, I'm not, I'm not spending that money it happens to a lot of people well you don't have to worry about that at game time right You shouldn't have to worry about when you're buying tickets for your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out. And that's what you want. You want something that's going to take the guesswork out. So download the Game Time app. Create an account and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase, right? Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code NBA for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed.
1: Very few guarantees out there got that right. You got
0: that right. <laughs> Definitely had that one right. So let me talk to you about Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories on, of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Mitch, we're not expecting a close game tonight, are we? No. I mean, I think if it's a close game, that's a bad win for the 76ers, right? Yeah, it's it's,
1: it's you know what it is? It's like a Philadelphia Eagles win. <laughs> it could it could
0: mask some issues. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what it's going to be like, right? If they do it, yeah, it's like struggling, struggling, and at the end, Embiid yeah. hits three or dunks, and then they go on a run, and then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you you have some stats about this def- um, the uh, the Wizards. Now, again, I don't think the Wizards are trying to win. I just don't. I I think they're tanking. Um, I'm not a big fan of Jordan Poole. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I, I don't, maybe it's frustrating to him because he went from the best team, one of the best yeah. teams to one of the worst. But yeah. the video that's showing up of him in the huddle, not paying attention, him like dribbling the ball up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, maybe he has, uh, yeah, yeah, he, has, he hasn't really been right this whole season. And um, yeah, I think the 76ers are are prime to they should be primed to beat this team. But it's the Wizards, man. I mean, they haven't been, you know, I, I covered them for 10 years. They have been since not not since the days of Elvin Hayes and Wes Unsell. Uh and, and you know, you look at them today defensively, they're putrid. You know, I was looking at that, they've given up in their in their losses. They've given up 120 points 13 times or more, 13 times this season. They've given up 139 times in losses this season. And you know, teams have broken 140 against them in losses three times this year. So you know, this, it's, it's, that's that's a bad brand of basketball. You know, I mean, there might be some AAUTs and DMV that could probably go out there and and get 125 on them. And of course, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's 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 hard to watch. You know, those fans are being tortured down. And I think they're used to it because they've never had much to watch down there. But the Sixers should be able to go in there. Um, it's it's a perfect place for Kelly Oubre to make his return. You know, it's um, you know, there's no pressure. It's on. It's 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 not a home game. It's on the road. Um, and you know, yeah, I I think it. it to, to, to not beat this team by at least eight. And if, and if they beat them by eight, hopefully that means they've lived by like 20, 22 for most of the game. And, you know, every team makes a run in the NBA. You hope that that's how it ends with the Wizards making a run. But yeah, this is, and it's the beginning of a stretch of horrible games for the 76ers where they really can find out where their pieces are and where they belong. And, um, and, you know, and and, and pick up some some easy wins. This is the, the point in this game. This is the early Christmas for them.
0: Yeah, they lost 11, 11 out of 12, I believe, and their only victory during that time came against the uh, the worst Detroit <laughs> Detroit Pistons. Yeah, yeah they got – I mean, Orlando – I mean, here's the thing. They lost to Orlando by five points at Orlando. Mm-hmm. First game they lost by 19 so you like 5 points isn't bad to Orlando. Which I must say mm-hmm. has been a surprise team. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you look at it man like yeah, they look really bad man. They look they look bad right about now. Um and and you feel sorry for West Soto Jr. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. You feel sorry for him but yeah. it's uh it's going to be it's long. Now again, Kyle Kuzma has been playing well. You know, he's lead, basically leading them in scoring. Um, he, You know, he had 27 the last game, 23 the one before that, 32 the game before that. But, you know, they got problems, man. They had real bad problems. And, you know, like I, we talked about Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, in my opinion, has been a disappointment. He was um, a product, From a yes. leadership standpoint. Yeah, he um, looks like – right now he looks like a product of, of what Golden State had. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's averaging twenty-three point six assists. Uh, he's shooting. The crazy thing is, he's shooting forty-four point four percent from three, mm. which is good. Yeah. But from a leadership standpoint, he just doesn't look like a leader to me. Yeah. He just you um, don't have much, you don't have much to lead, Doug. Yeah, you don't have much to lead. But the thing is, let's look at. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. So yeah. Tyrese Halliburton goes and goes to Indiana, and you can argue. I hate to say this, but would you rather live in Washington D.C. or <laughs> or Indianapolis? Right. Right. So right. He goes there. They were struggling, and look at him. He turned into a star. Became the man. Yeah. Like, became the man. So I think it's all about you. You gotta you yeah. gotta embrace that, like because you look at him and and Kyle Kuzma. I'm not saying they're one of the best tandems, but Kyle Kuzma has shown people that he can play. Yeah, if you look at these two, and they could probably be a pretty good, you know, young dynamic duo, so to speak. I mean, nobody's going to fight them for shots or anything like that. You know, so I, his stats are good, but from a leadership standpoint, and I get it. It's hard to leave going to going from Steph and all that, but. Let's face it, man. Nowadays, you become an all-star. He wasn't going to be an all-star playing with Stefano. Right. But you become an all- Like nowadays, you go to a Bobo squad. Yeah. And you put up a lot of numbers, and next thing you know, you're an all-star. You're all NBA. You're getting a super yeah. max deal. So yeah. you got to embrace it, man. You got to embrace it because you never know. And thus far, it doesn't look like he's really embraced the situation. Right. He looks – a good statistical player, but outside of that, he's just been struggling. Right. I mean, right. You no, know, he just has, but look, y'all, we want to thank y'all for listening. Um, you can get this pie. Or you just know that this podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcast from. You could go to our YouTube channel and, and uh, locked on 76ers YouTube and, and, uh, and uh, get us, but click on the Liberty bell, become a subscriber. But we want to thank y'all for listening, and we want y'all to have a blessed, blessed day. Peace. Take care, y'all.